Huzzah, Rangers! This is your boy, Uncle Baby Philly, here at the Jacks Rangers show. And I know a lot of people are going to be, you know, averting their eyes as they see this England jersey. I had to get it. It was like 35 bucks on worldrugbyshop.com. Like, not a sponsor, hashtag not a sponsor, but that's a pretty good deal. Um, so, yeah, welcome to this particular... This is... Two segments in one night, guys. Uh, you don't two full episodes of the Jacks Rangers show. We just just did the um, the uh, Charlotte preview a moment ago, and I wanted to mention in this particular episode, just like every single episode, our sponsor Inkify is sponsoring this one. Uh, custom printing and embroidery since 2010. Inkify provides high quality decorated apparel nationwide, from ordering the apparel to printing, adding a private label, folding, bagging, and fulfillment. They handle it all. So you don't have to. Visit Incafi.com to start your order and tell them TJR Essentia and you'll get 15% off your entire order. That is a hell of a deal. I'm going to welcome in Diamond Dave McVeigh. Dave, how the hell are you? I am doing fantastic. Phil, you don't get this from the competition. Two shows in one night, but you can no, you don't. hear yeah, you sure do. Sometimes we do marathons where it's like three hours long. So you know, we're some, just we've done some of that. We've shows. we've done some wacky shit over the years, but we're trailblazers in that way. I mean, we're pioneers. We're we're we like to think of ourselves as right up there as the best MLR show out there, not just fan or otherwise. I mean, we really bring it. So, and tonight we're also going to really bring it in our um, roster breakdown for our backs and also. Per- position grades that is something that we're doing this evening just like we did a couple days ago with our forwards our beloved forwards um and those graphics are you know continuing to go out and these will as well so if you missed the episode or you want to see the visual just be on the lookout over the next couple days those visuals will be available on all of our social media at jacks rangers um so yeah we're going to start off with the beloved fly halves, the the little people of uh, of rugby, the um, the nuggets out there. And Dave, that is that is your your territory this evening. <laughs> the little people, the nuggets. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, scrum halves around the world clenching their fists, their, <laughs> their tiny as, fists as they do. Them in rage. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So we are going to start with scrum halves. We're going to. I'm going to use the same system of seniority. So, first up, we have John Poland, the inimitable. Yes. He has been a stalwart in the number nine jersey for the Free Jacks, and he is somebody who Free Jacks fans are unanimously excited about having back for another season. Uh, he's 5'7", 170. Um, he'll be 27 this year. Um, played for the Ireland U twenties. Uh, I can't imagine anybody listening isn't aware of John Poland and what a gift he's been to this team. So for sure, uh, preaching to the choir a little bit on him, but I'm just always excited to get him back. Um, his passing is really crisp. He throws lasers. Um, try to think about the last time you saw John Poland make a passing error. You haven't. No, doesn't so, happen. But, like it's he's so good and he's he's a good sniper around the edges um he really will keep the defense honest we've seen him score some really opportunistic and dogged tries from scrums that have gone Mm -hmm. wrong right ball squirts out of a flanker's legs because it got hoofed by a second row accidentally and and he kicks it and 
plays it and scores a try and it's just like well shit five five <laughs> seconds ago that was their scrum and now it's right. our try because of john poland and john poland alone uh, as you can see i'm very excited to have john poland back same um holden younger is up next the vampire returns He's 5'10", 185. Uh, he's going to be 30 this year. Uh, we all really appreciate the humility that he's brought um, mm -hmm. and the attitude. I know you saw him recently uh, when you were doing some recording. He's always a pleasure to talk to as a fan, uh, real down-to-earth guy. And he's pretty pretty good at rugby. The They have, sure. they have proven to be a very good combination of nines um, as your kind of uh, first choices. Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> you feel very confident with Holden coming in to close out a game, you know, in terms of the, the performance he's going to bring. He's not just good. He's also competitive. And you can see every time he gets out there that he's really looking to demonstrate that he is uh, worth that Jersey as well. Yes. Um, new players as well coming in at scrum half. Uh, the first is Cam Nordley Calametti. He's 5'10". 185. Uh, he's going to be 24 this season. Um, he is uh, of Fijian descent. He played for England U18s, was raised um, in England, played for Newcastle Falcons, came up through their academy system. He's Canada qualified, so he counts as a domestic player. Crazy. Although, to my knowledge, the only national level you know um, play has been that um, that England U18s. Um, he's, he's, he did a sleeper year last year for a local English rugby club. You never know like what that, you know, uh, uh, why, but that always, to me, the first question that comes to mind is how TK find this guy? Like he was, <laughs> he was playing for, for, a, you know, a, a, a much smaller club last year. Um, but here he is, you know, Canada qualified crazy grew up in england england u18s yeah something system's working oh 100 um finally we have will chevalier chevy is his chevy nickname 59175 he's just 23 fresh out of college um spent a little bit of time with the eagle sevens camp which mm -hmm. the rejects were happy to accommodate um and uh is american um <clears throat> going to be pretty interesting to see him play i happen to have an acquaintance whose son is a teammate of his from college wow we were we were talking is somebody who works at my daughter's school uh random not even like a rugby friend hmm. um and we we were talking about free jacks and she said oh well, chevy's coming and she started she was just mentioning him and and you know, what I took away from that conversation was that her, her son really respects him, you know, and, and thinks mm -hmm. a lot of him. And so does she. She's met him. She knows him. Um, and he seems like he seems like a good guy. And he certainly has a lot of hype in terms of his ability. Yes. Um, so that's a, that's our scrum half room for this upcoming season. And it, it seems like a pretty solid one. I will say that I think uh, Chevy was playing um, out on the wing against uh the jackals so that's one of those like um oh boy nate osberger type of you know 
they take him as a, a very accomplished scrum half and then move him out to the wing, and he absolutely is a, a monster try score. I don't know if they're going to continue with that with uh, Will, but four scrum halves on a roster seems like a lot. So I wonder how that's going to progress throughout the season. Holden Younger, you know, steady, excellent backup. Now this this uh, this kid Cameron that you're talking about, that's uh, Fijian born. Uh, Canadian eligible, grew up in England. I've heard from close sources close to the club that he is really, really impressed throughout the preseason uh, practices and stuff like that. Obviously, John Poland, the clear number one, one of people, you know, people's favorite free jack. A lot of people out there love John Poland and he, he never messes up a pass. It's kind of crazy how consistently good he is and super underrated in this league. But, you know, there's some competition this year um, for that starting role. Um, so we'll see how it all shakes out. You Very exciting stuff. Yeah, love to see it 100%. Uh, let's move over to the fly halves. Uh, I'm sure everybody's heard of this guy at this point, Jason Potras, a.k.a. Potty. Jason has signed a one-year contract to join up with the Free Jacks. Obviously, last year he was with us as well, so I believe this is an additional year that he signed on for. Jason is 31 years old. He's from New Zealand. The oldest player on the team, or close to it, actually. I think we've got um, Kyle Bailey might edge him out just by a little bit. Uh, he's six foot uh, even, 200 pounds. Jason has played for Taranaki from age grades through their sevens team and has been playing 15s in NPC since uh, 2018. Interestingly enough, he has teammates with Waka back in way back in the day in two, uh, 2018. Highly regarded for his attacking ability. Obviously, you know, one back of the year uh, or MVP of the year last year in MLR. A lot of people are like, who is this guy? Waka was our dude. You know, Waka's not coming back. Boo-hoo. Jason comes in here and absolutely destroys, blows the hair back of everybody in the league. Not himself, of course, as a bald guy. But, <laughs> you know, just one of those guys. It was like, revenge. It was revenge, exactly, uh, for the follically challenged. But, um, man, just super, super consistent, super good at what he does. And, um, oh, by the way, he's a champ champ, meaning that in 2023, he won the MLR championship. And when he was down in NPC with Taranaki, he also won their championship. So we're talking about a two-time champion from last year coming back into this squad, playing at a very, very high level down there in NPC and returning to the Free Jacks. I mean, it's just it's solid gold for the Free Jacks in terms of a retention. This is the guy that you definitely wanted to bring back that was a newcomer from last season. Um, just a 10 out of 10 retention as far as I'm concerned. I'm including Reese McDonald in this particular area as a fly half here. Reese signed um, a one-year extension once again here to the for the Free Jacks. He is 25 years old, New Zealander. He's five foot nine and 183 pounds. He's a redhead, uh, which we know this how much this team loves those redheads uh, around here. Um, he played for Bay of Plenty uh, back last year in NPC, or excuse me, back in 2018. That's that Mike Rogers connection that we talked about last year because Mike was on that particular um, coaching staff back then, spotted Reese. Reese has spent some time over there in the Shoot Shield in Australia, which is pretty high-level rugby around um, the Sydney area, New South Wales. He was the leading scorer for Gordon in that competition uh, not last year, but the year before, returning to the Free Jacks here. So super, super excited um, for him to be uh, involved in this program once again. And, and you know, 
don't want to pull the curtain back too much here, but I'm looking at last year's uh, note here. So I'm pulling up the correct one right now, uh, and we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep rolling into it here. Um, let me see. Oh, boy. Is this it? This is it, right? No, it's not. Oh, boy. Okay, so I believe I gave these guys a B plus uh, in the, the actual rankings here. Two seconds. Oh, no, excuse me, an A. It's a solid A, solid A. There was a lot of talk of last season uh, how low I graded our fly half position, but I will remind everyone that both of these guys had zero MLR experience. At that time, Potty was the best player in MLR, and um, you know Red Rocket now uh, is one of the best underrated players in the league. It's a solid A for me. Uh, let me go back here in terms of the correct notepad and give you some uh, quick stats about MLR in 2023. For Potty, he played 1,235 minutes in 16 scar starts and scored 120 points. He was the leading point scorer in MLR last season. And, of course, we're expecting another big year from him in 2024. For Reese McDonald, um, I don't have his specific stats, but obviously I think he – being a backup for Jason, but also playing 15 and the way that we like, we, we know that how Scotty likes to play his, um, his, uh, his rugby. Um, don't know what happened there, but we're going to continue on. Um, we know how Scott likes to play his rugby where the 15 can also be a playmaker, right? As we, you know, we were talking behind the scenes. So Reese is kind of like, I think kind of waiting in the wings for, you know, Patris is not exactly, you know, a young man anymore, uh, Potty. And I can sympathize as being not a young man. Uh, I, I just wonder when he's going to, you know, hang him up and would Reese be a suitable fit for that 10 jersey going forward? I, that's an interesting thing to, to look for going down the road. So an A. For the fly halves, it was a bit of a disaster, but we got through it, and we we're going to continue on. And you my wanna, grade you're... for the scrum halves is an A. There you go. There we go. It's a very solid, solid scrum half room. Okay. Um, on to the centers. Yes. All right. So starting off, we have another fan favorite around the Free Jacks, Larue Milan. 6'3", 220 pounds. He's still young at just 24 this season. Um, he has four caps for Namibia now. Uh, some World Cup experience. He is recovering from an injury from that World Cup. Um, but he's recovering well. Um, he was participating a lot in the open practice, doing rehab stuff um, as well, of course. But he... Uh, is expected to rejoin during the season to you know finish his rehab and be cleared, um, which is going to be really exciting. He has proven that he has the ability to do that. He's seen him come off injury before and absolutely hit the ground running. Um, he's also a uh, really pleasant guy, really fun to talk to. Yeah, really, very laid back and um, you know great sense of humor. Always got a smile on his face. <clears throat> Coming up next, Wayne Vanderbank. Wayne Vanderbank, people will remember, was the player who uh, turned some heads signing a five-year contract mm -hmm. with the New England Free Jacks a few years ago. And he has proven to have been a really great signing. Uh, he's particularly good uh, defensively. He's an excellent tackle finisher um, and really... Um, 
really excellent outside center. We see him play very well at 13. Uh, 13s have to, God, they have to run all over the field. They mm -hmm. do more running probably than anybody else um, in the team. And you got to be a certain kind of person to want to spend most of 80 minutes running and tackling. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you get to do some ball in hand as well, and he's he's very handy at that. Um, <clears throat> excellent to have Wayne Vanderbank back this year, mm -hmm. and I imagine we'll see a lot of him, which is um, exciting. He's a player that I like to watch play. Ben Lesage, also a uh, center who we see excel um, in the 13 jersey in the outside slot. Really great defender. Um, this guy loves hitting kickers, at, uh, not kickers. He probably, he loves that too. I mean, <laughs> that's not what I meant to say. Loves hitting, uh, receivers, people who are catching a kick. Yes. Um, the moment it becomes legal, he's very good at it. He does mm -hmm. not give away penalties. He's not like a taking a guy in the air kind of guy. Right. He is very good at doing it right, which is a very valuable skill. Um, so always feel really good about our kick chase when Ben Lesage is out on the field. He has 30 caps for Canada, definitely at 28, one of the um, more experienced players on the team, a uh, really good leader for that back line as well, um, just to have that experience out there. Gabriel Casey is mm -hmm. a new addition to our back line. At 6'3", 205, he's got, you know, more of a LaRue of Milan kind of body type. He's tall yep. and, and rangy. He's only 24. He already has three caps for Canada. He's from Ottawa. He's our first rounder um, draft guy to keep an eye out for. Uh, I'm not sure how much playtime he will get um, mm -hmm. just because it's it's a little bit of a crowded room with Ben Lesage and LaRue Milan and Wayne Vanderbank. But with LaRue rehabbing, I do imagine, especially early in the season, we'll, we should probably get a good look at him, uh, mm -hmm. at least here and there, coming off the bench. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty curious. He, he has a pretty good reputation. But like I said, he was a first-round draft pick. So um, excited to see him pull on the red, white, and blue. And finally, on loan, but noteworthy, Junior Gaffa is going to be mm -hmm. um, returning midseason, uh, I believe. He's not down there for the full season in Anthem. So he's he's like a short-term loan, but he is down yes. there now and will come back um, at some point. I guess there's always the possibility that that gets extended. Yeah, um, potentially. Poten potentially, yeah. That's by no means a rumor or anything like that. Just, uh, you know, right. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, 510 215 fire plug of a center he's only 22 um played for usa u20s already he's from samoa um and has i should mention a history degree played outside linebacker at brown uh, yeah. i found that out and i was like oh well now i want to ask him you know what what's your favorite area of history to study uh -huh. what did you write your uh, senior thesis about we'll find out um, but we will see him coming back. He's actually who I predicted to be the uh, tackle break leader for the Free Jacks this year. In my Might mind. be difficult uh, on that long. It is unlikely that he <laughs> meets that, but he may get it down at Anthem. We'll Could see. Be. Maybe maybe Could he be. leads Anthem in broken tackles, and I get a little bit of vindication there you you know, through the side door. We'll find out. Um, that's it for our centers. We're looking at four 
uh, currently in camp. We do have some flex players. A couple of the guys you're going to talk about have a lot of utility. Yes. So anybody hearing that number with one rehabbing and feeling a little bit of mild panic, um, it's not as bad as I've made it look numerically. Isaac Olson, for example, is somebody yes. you know could play in the centers and is likely uh, we'll likely see him some there, especially early in the season. But mm-hmm. these are our these are our centers as we have divvied up the players. Um, and as the Free Jacks did on their team sheet, which they released. And I'm going to give this group an A-. We have a lot okay. of really good talent. Um, I do think that, I mean, anytime you start the season with a favorite play starter, you know, first pick player who's in rehab, that's obviously not a good situation. But I hope I've, you know, conveyed clearly that we do know that LaRue is, is a a good medical not everybody's a good medical right like right some people are not good at taking care of themselves some people are not great at following recommendation and rehabbing and some people just have bad luck and he hasn't he hasn't seemed maybe you could say the luck part maybe on getting hurt but he seemed to have pretty good luck and great rehab when he's been hurt so i fully expect him to finish that off and you know rejoin um the starters pretty pretty rapidly once he's cleared but we'll see how it goes dave before i uh jump in uh with regard to the wings we have some breaking news um (laughs) posted uh 57 minutes ago so this was during our charlotte preview (laughs) okay um the postseason format has been officially released by major league rugby uh, and they are continuing to go with the eight-team format. It will be four teams from the East and four teams from the West making their way into the playoffs. Seed one will play seed four, and seed two and three will play uh, as well in that opening round. Um, so pretty crazy. You know, we've got six in the East and six in the West. Four out of both of those conferences will make their way into the playoffs. Very Mickey Mouse, but... You know, it is you know it is what it is. They got to get that revenue up with playoff ticket sales. I understand. Yeah. So, and I, I think the other thing too, which we've we've mentioned before, is like I understand wanting to establish a playoff format that can remain as the league expands. And yes. This does seem this does seem like a pretty future proof format where sure. we hopefully shouldn't need to see it change much moving forward. So. Yeah, that's a great way to put it for sure. You know, future expansion down the road and keep the playoffs the same at eight. You know, when you have twenty teams. Eight kind of makes sense at that point and beyond. So, all righty. I did want to mention in terms of LaRue Milan, everybody's very curious about his uh, recovery. I will say, you know, he's keen to get back. Um, Sources close to the club said he will not be traveling down to Charlotte in the first game of the season, which we kind of predicted anyway with his uh, recovery. But he's hoping to get back as soon as possible. Um, Yeah. Great uh, center room, and I will say Gabe Casey is a weird guy. We uh, we had him on the show. Very he loves to laugh. That guy loves to joke around. We had an uh, introductory interview. If you haven't uh, seen that, go back to the open practice uh, episode that we had a couple weeks back. But uh, he didn't have a phone up until recently. Doesn't have social media. Didn't have a phone. So TK had to like email him old school to get in contact with him to see his interest in joining the Free Jacks and like you know interviewing him that way because he didn't have. Have a mobile phone, uh, which is super rare nowadays. But yeah, yeah. 
Um, let's move over to the wings. We've got Paula Bellincana, and I am reading correctly from the right one now. Uh, confirmed. The 2023 MLR leading try scorer has re uh, resigned for the Jacks in 2024. He's a 30-year-old Fijian, uh, five foot eleven and 225 pounds. Paula played in 1,296 minutes and started 17 games. That is insane durability. Uh, scoring 16 tries he's another one of the jacks that is played down an npc in the offseason um, he played seven games in total for hawks bay he's one of the best finishers in mlr and has the ability to run around or over defenders in the league super excited to see what king paula can do in 2024 i mean if he comes you know if he gets let's say half of the try scored that he did in the previous year, that's still super productive. I mean, 16 tries is is crazy over the course of what 18 games. That is insane. Um, that production level is just through the roof. Uh, very, very hard to replicate for sure. Let's talk about Zach Bastris, one of my favorite sneaky good players on the Free Jacks, a.k.a. Puma. Zach is returning for the final year of his current contract. He's an American from Colorado. His mother is a Patriots fan, grew up, I believe, in this area, which is pretty cool. Arguably one of the best draft picks ever for the New England Free Jacks. He was a third-round pick in the 2021 Collegiate Draft. He was drafted 34th overall and continues to get minutes and continues to develop his game within this organization, which I think is really, really cool to see. He played 132 minutes in six games, starting one of those games in 2023. He uh, is one of the fastest guys on the team. We keep hearing that year in and year out. A great depth player. Fingers crossed that he gets more minutes in 2024. And a contract extension with the Free Jacks would be nice as well. Um, the next guy on the list here is Killian uh, Coughlin. Uh, he is a 23-year-old Boston-born Irishman, six foot two and 212 pounds. He can also play center and fullback, so very versatile. Uh, he's a two-sport athlete, having paid, played Gaelic football for most of his life as well. Um, Sources close to the club have told me that this kid has really, really impressed in uh, practice during the preseason. So he's one to watch as possibly fighting for a starting position or getting a lot of minute, minutes coming off of the bench. Because, again, he can play three different positions within the backs uh, very competently. So that is extremely valuable. Uh, really excited to see what he can do. And he's Boston-born, guys. We love those guys. Just like... Um, Joe Johnson, the mechanic, uh, who we lost, and um, before that, uh, Harrison Boyle, I believe, was also born in Boston. So those guys, like we, we love those guys that uh, are originally from this area. Uh, uh, Isaac Olson, as you talked about earlier, Isaac signed with the Free Jacks once again, re-signed rather, uh, for the 2024 season. He is a 23-year-old Canadian. He's six foot three and 225 pounds. He played for the Canadian under-20s and has earned four caps for the Canadian national team at the highest level. Uh, he also can play center. He played 142 minutes in six games, scoring one try for the Free Jacks in 2023. 
He's another guy kind of like Puma where they've been around the environment for a couple of years now, and we know that they have great potential. They just need more game time, right? And it's kind of difficult when you've got guys um, like Paula Bellincana, who's, you know, a consistent starter, who, who's great production, you know, has proven himself in this league over and over again, that is kind of ahead of you in, in the pecking order. But if there's an injury, you know, you get a guy like this slotting in, whether it be the centers or the wings, and he can do a fantastic job for you. Um, so obviously there's an omission here in the wing area that I'm going to get to here in a moment. Overall, I'm going to give the wings without this glaring omission, a B, a solid B for the wings. Um, I, I feel good about the entire group, but I wanted to put Mitch Wilson, AKA Iron Man in the fullback area. And I'm going to talk about him right now since I'm, I'm also responsible for the fullbacks. An original free jack returns for the last year of his current contract, 27 years old, five foot nine and 175 pounds, a USA Eagle who plays fullback for the national team. Mitch has blazing fast speed and is truly um, great under the high ball. Mitch played with Mystic River in the ARP in the 2023 fall season, as well as, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's pretty crazy to think that Mitch Wilson, a current USA Eagle, was playing for Mystic River along with a former Scottish international Dougie Five. Like, what? That is insane, but pretty cool. Um, he frequently plays on the left wing for the Free Jacks, as I was mentioning earlier. You could have put him in the wing section, but I wanted to put him in fullbacks because there's just not a lot of specific fullbacks. Now you can say Reese McDonald, but I wanted to move him into fly half. I'm very particular, Dave. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so uh, he likes, you know, he can play every, Mitch Wilson can play every single position in the, in the backs. He just doesn't like to play scrum half, but he can do literally everything else. It's pretty crazy. Um, so even with his height, you know, he, Seems like he'd be the perfect guy for a scrum half, but he doesn't necessarily like to play it. Um, he's another vocal leader on this team. A he big support. Trying to make him play it. I bet so. I bet. I bet so. Yeah. Oh, and he'd that be could... a good scrum half. I bet he's sick as hell of hearing of it. hearing that. Yeah, exactly. He's like, actually, I'm a really great wing and fullback. Yeah, <laughs> national team player. You know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, pretty damn good. A big supporter of this show, he is a very vocal leader in the locker room. Um, I can't say enough good things about Iron Man, as we call him around here. So glad that he continues to be a free jack, an original free jack. I think the first score ever in Major League Rugby for the free jacks was Mitch Wilson. I mean, how apt is that? The guy's still on the team. He's a, he's a veteran at this point. Um, you know, way back in the day, Dave, I'm, I'm going to rewind back to our theme party that we had. Uh, two years ago when we showed up yep. and we were nobody knew really who we were, I guess, uh, at that point. But, um, you know, TK invited us to this theme party that the Free Jacks had. And the first person who came up to us immediately and made us feel right at home was Mitch Wilson. And I will never forget that. Right. Um, yep. So the next guy on the list here is Daniel Morgan Puterangi. He is 27 years old from New Zealand, uh, six foot even and 205 pounds. He is very versatile, being able to play fullback um, and fly half and center. He played for North Harbor and NPC last season and will provide quality depth in multiple positions in 2024. You know, I guess a lot of teams, and it makes sense to do that, they, they try to recruit utility backs. Like 
guys that can play more than one position that are very competent in playing more than one position because injuries happen. You got to move guys around. You got to plug and play in different positions. And uh, Danian is one of those guys that can do that effectively, um, along with like guys like Killian and Mitch. You can just put them practically anywhere, and they're going to exceed, which I think is very very valuable. Now, um, in terms of my fullback grade, I think I've been a harder greater than you have this season. Um, and I'm going to say that this is a solid B as well. Mitch Wilson provides a quality veteran presence with the mixture of Danian uh, with a great resume. Resume, excuse me, uh, makes this a very good position group heading into 2024. Keep in mind some of these other guys like Red Rocket can also play fullback as well. And we've consistently seen Red Rocket, uh, Reese McDonald, play fullback for the Free Jacks. So it's entirely possible that he would play fullback. Um, I just wanted to have him in the conversation for fly halves because I do think, and this is just purely speculation, I don't have any confirmation from this from anybody, I think he's our 10 of the future. So, And that about rounds her out. Nice. Overall thoughts, Dave? I'm really happy with this roster. Um, nice work, TK. Hell yeah, always. Uh, and everyone else. You know, I, I know it's more than just a one-man show. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's his, you know, putting the team together is his role. But It's his baby. Um, lots of people, I'm sure, have ideas and leads and everything else. And, of course, uh, at the end of the day, we've got a team that's heavily retained from last year when they won the championship. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing, the thing the New Zealand All Blacks for a long time did better than any team is moving on from players who have mm-hmm. just done great things for you. Yep. It's really it's really difficult. It's difficult emotionally. It's difficult um, to identify it. And, and you know, um, it's hard to think of the best teams needing to do anything other than what they just did the year before, you know, right. Um, that's what I'm really saying, but yeah. you, you really actually have to, to stay that good. You've got to reinvent a little bit. You got to bring some people in, you got to, um, let some people move on. Um, and the rubber's about to meet the road on the 2024 yeah. season. It's a great moment. You know, it's Christmas Eve this week. That's right. right. This yeah. Is, it's all the anticipation of the past several months. Uh, it's about to come to fruition down in down in Charlotte, seven o'clock on Sunday, right? Crazy man, yeah, I cannot wait. Super, super excited for the season. Super excited to see what this roster can do. I mean, you know, roughly sixty-five yeah. percent of retention rate. As I said earlier, we've got eleven out of twelve backroom staff back. I mean, you know, the the league has gotten better with the the other teams, but I feel really, really good about the this Free Jack roster. Um, I think we're going to do some serious damage in this league this year. And that is a huge, um, you know, uh, it's a huge accomplishment for TK to put this whole thing together. And I'm sure other people were involved like Scott Matthew, you know, with suggestions and all that sort of stuff, getting all of this to this point is no small task. Even when you've got 65% coming back, you've still got to fill in those holes of the guys that left and guys you want to bring in. So what we were presented with here is a damn good rugby team with a ton of depth, uh, guys you can mix in in different areas, and that's exactly what you want. The Free Jacks continue to provide the example of how you win a championship in this league. It's not necessarily bringing in older guys that are big marquee names that get people excited. Bringing in guys that you know have something to prove that are young, that um, maybe have been looked over in other scenarios, bringing them here to, as a proving ground for them to either restart their career 
or make their way on to bigger and better things uh, beyond this, that is a huge, huge thing that we're now seeing other teams copy more frequently with that NPC model, that New Zealand connection that we have with TK. Super, super important. So just fired up, man. So excited. We are, we're here, baby. It's 2024. MLR is starting. We've got two episodes coming out tonight, uh, which is the 27th. They said it couldn't be done. They said it shouldn't be done. We're doing two episodes in one day uh, that will be released for all of the Rangers out there to get caught up with the roster breakdown, position grades, and the preview. Uh, for Charlotte. So make sure you guys are looking into the graphics as well throughout the week. We've got some funny ones that, you know, this is the Jack's Ranger show, babe. We don't take ourselves too seriously. We like to shit on other teams every once in a while, just as, as a little fun, little jab left and right. But uh, we got some fun stuff coming out for the rest of the week because it is, as you're saying, it's Christmas Eve and it's, it's, it's the excitement of it is just, it's, um, I almost want to just explode with joy. So, but I can't cause I got to go to Charlotte. That's so right. yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Excellent. Hell yeah. Well, Phil, enjoy your trip. Uh, Thanks, man. I'm excited to get down there. I'm sure it'll be wonderful to go to an MLR game with your family and friends yeah. and bring those worlds together. Um, so have a great time. And Thanks, man. Let's see the Free Jacks beat them by, you know, 20, 30, 50, 60, 90 points. 90 points. Jacks by 90. With that being said, I've got one word for everybody out there in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah.